1: All right everyone this is the go Long podcast part two so part one we broke down the teams we think are positioned really well for 2022 post free agency post draft now it's time to look at the uh the teams who uh you know maybe not so much Jim um I, I kind of went out on a limb on one team particularly in part one I think you're going to go out on a limb here so why don't you uh Take the stage. So,
2: yeah. So, you know, I, I went big with, you know, I can't believe I think Green Bay and Buffalo should be good this year. Um, the teams I think I've had enough of.
1: That's a good way to put
2: it. That I think are going to take a step back Tampa and Dallas. Could obviously could be way off, but, and it, I love Dak Prescott. But at some point, are they going to take that next step with him? And Brady, I'm not going to say, obviously, I'm not going to say he's going to be the problem. But once again, at some point, you know, and I didn't think they played that great last year. Like, I didn't think Brady was even that great last year. You know, I thought he played well. Um, But I just think those two teams, I I think it's going to take, they're going to come back to the pack mm-hmm. a little bit more, you know, let some other teams get ahead of them. Oh, a little overrated. Maybe, maybe the way to say it. I For
1: like, me. I like the, I like going out on a limb here. It's two division winners, one team that yeah. won a Super Bowl two years ago and has the greatest player of all time. <laughs> so I have a hard time putting anything or anybody on in in a group like this that consists of
2: Tom Brady, but Hey, but the other thing is I picked, you know, these two teams in the NFC, which honestly isn't that great.
1: We spent a lot of time on Baltimore, obviously in, in the first part and just how they're constructed the right way. And you have a decider, you know, at the top, it was, Back to mm-hmm. Ozzie Newsome, Eric DaCosta, but that decider is listening to everybody, and you're coming to some pretty sound decisions. Right. They don't they don't always work out, but there's a pretty clear and concise hierarchy and way of doing business. Not the case in Dallas, right? I, we don't. I mean, they're joking about it before the draft. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, are up there with somebody who does know what he's doing, and Will McClay, who I mean. If, we were gonna, if you wanted to what? win, just let Let's him draft the players. <laughs> Which I get it. You know, it's it'd be really interesting to get him in an honest moment. Like he could be a GM pretty much anywhere. Um, but he probably is paid handsomely. He has job security. I, I get I, it. So. I get why you'd stay in that situation. You'd hope so, yep. but I hope so. At the same time, Jerry Jones at any moment can just do what he wants and it could be awful. <laughs> I mean it's year in and year out um, they, they, they saved him against himself with Johnny Manziel in 2014. Uh, I don't know. It just, it just seems like the way that organization is constructed, something is going to go wrong, right? You're going to, you're going to pay a running back all that money. Zico Elliott. I just, you paid Amari Cooper all that money. It's I, I get it. They just have all the money to spend, but like at some point, some bad decisions add up mm-hmm. even if you don't think the cap is real and their drafts have been okay. You've got, you've got an excellent quarterback who put up amazing numbers. I mean, he he completed almost 70% of his passes for so 3,500 yeah. yards, 37 touchdowns, but it's, there was still something missing at home in the playoffs against San Francisco.
2: I think, you know, I always talk about the four things, owner, GM, head coach, quarterback. You know, you look at Dallas, the owner will spend money, but let's face it. Is he, do you feel he's stable as a GM on the head coach? Do you like Mike McCarthy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Quarterback.
2: That. Good. So, okay. Two out of four, maybe Tampa. There's one major question in Tampa and I, I hope the guys go, but the head coach. Does that change things? You know, he's unproven as a head coach. No, I shouldn't say he's unproven. I like him as I shouldn't. Let me take that back because I do like. I thought he did pretty well for the Jets, but this is still a new team, new situation. So, you know, but he did. I always thought he, I I thought he did a decent job with the Jets. It's probably still a question mark taking over. You know, just taking over and. So how much did Arians have to do with the offense? Now it's going to be just witch. because, you know, Bowles is a defensive guy. So
1: I mean, it was definitely a power struggle, right? Like Brady, we have to read between the lines a little bit. Brady didn't want Arians. He's going to have more say with that offense.
2: It it just sounds like that Miami thing was
1: real. It does. What if the Bill Belichick text was really a – a way of him kiboshing, all of that, and blowing it up. <laughs> I mean, is Bill Belichick really going to accidentally text? Think about your own lives out there. I mean, maybe it's happened to all of us once or twice in our life. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah. to a colleague in the NFL talking about jobs. Is he it really screwing that up? It can happen. Oh.
2: I don't know. It can happen, though. But
1: I... It can. It can. I love a good conspiracy, though. We all That's do. a really good one,
2: though. I like that one.
1: You know, Dallas also took Sam Williams, D.N., Ole Miss. And if you, if you go through his history, holy shit, there's a lot there. A like, lot. Oh. Like, yeah. Bob covered it in the draft series. Um, yeah, there were teams, several teams, who didn't even, didn't even have him on the draft board. And one of them kind of joked – that yeah watch watch Jerry Jones take him in Dallas and they take him in the second round and it was very celebratory in that draft room look he's talented you know, scouts say that but it's was kind of like one mess up after another from high school to college but it's it's bigger than that uh, without getting into Scary. too much detail like his home life and where he came from and he almost didn't have a chance um with the way his upbringing was so yeah, it, we've seen Jerry yeah. Jones do this right year in, year out, and once in a while it hits. More often than not, it backfires when he takes these character gambles. Um, I don't know. I don't. It, it's it's weird though. I mean, I might as well jump into one of my teams. though. I think. Yeah, I want to hear, uh, you yeah, hear your team. I mean, Philadelphia yeah. would be the team that takes advantage of a Dallas backslide. This they really
2: is, would. You're definitely going, you're going against the, I think you're going against the public opinion right now. They seem to be um, a team people are excited about. Like, Yeah,
1: I'm more lukewarm on it just because I... I'm with you. I like Jalen Hurts. I don't know if as a franchise, you're in a position to go all in on him. And, I mean, God, I just said how Miami was smart, right, for surrounding Tua with all these weapons. So part of me gets it. You know, you've got a quarterback on a rookie deal. Take advantage of it. Spend. spend. Um, But I don't know. I I guess I wouldn't be surprised if they won the division, right, because the Giants are in total reconstruction mode. Washington, we'll see. I mean, they're trying to win, but they're doing it with – a quarterback that Indianapolis couldn't wait to just give away. So I could see Philly win the division. I just I don't know. There's just something missing there. I I guess I'm not there yet with Hertz. So it's more of a lukewarm. Yeah, I like it. The team though that I, I definitely am kind of out on would be Carolina. It just I don't know what the plan is. Right? <laughs> Sam Darnold was a quarterback. I think we, I know I was pretty excited about this time last year. It seemed like, all right, finally, he's out of New York. He's away from Adam Gase. He's, he's got some talent around him. It's going to work out. And it started, started good for a few games. And then it just, it's just, it went South bad and fast. And I, I mean,
2: we talked about Tua's decision-making. This guy it's hard to figure out Darnold. It, it, it's too consistent. I mean, he did it in college jets, Panthers. I mean, you go five
1: and 11 with Teddy Bridgewater, you go five and 12 with Sam Darnold. It's just, I mean, you, you bring back Cam Newton along the way and he, he lost five games. And
2: that was one of the worst uninspiring that was bad,
1: and you've got some pieces, right? You've got they a DJ Moore. Serious, they have serious. Robbie weapons. Anderson, Christian mm. McCaffrey, um, Hubbard as a number two. I, they they could be a serviceable quarterback away from at least being around yeah. five hundred.
2: Could have could I
1: just. Could Darnold take it? I mean,
2: could you do the old, it was his first year in their their offense? (laughs) You're like, you can't.
1: I've got his numbers up here for those who just, you know, rightfully so chose not to remember the Carolina Panthers' 2021 season. Darnold went four and seven, completed just under 60%. About 2,500 yards, nine touchdowns, 13 picks, 71.9 oh. rating, which is really bad in today's NFL. He was sacked 35
2: times in 11 starts. It's just, watching him, it was just, they were, the offense was like, it was just chaos. Like it wasn't. Well, they made Joe no Brady way. the
1: scapegoat, right? So he got fired. Do you think he was the yeah. issue there?
2: Don't know now. If we're not there, we don't know hard to say that, right that that's that's the old I mean but that is always the first sign of now it's you put yourself now it's on you if the offense doesn't work
1: McCaffrey only played seven games I mean they could definitely line up their own excuses if they so chose but
2: I well they're, they're gonna sit there and say they didn't they didn't like what Brady was doing McCaffrey's hurt Donald's first year but we didn't like the offense. I can, you know, I can fix it. You know, that's what rules saying. I mean, you could see where they can spin it to let's take one more chance, I guess, with Arnold, but it just feels thought... like they're like, you know, Jack in
1: Titanic in the water <laughs> yeah. trying to grab a hold of that door and he's hanging on and he can't get on the door. I I you watched the movie. I think he probably could have got on that door, right? There was enough room. With Kate Winslet probably could have done it, uh, but he just kind of right now. He's just kind of like this, you know, he's just kind of most of, most of the Carolina Panthers body is in that, uh, freezing deathly cold water. And they're just kind of waiting to die. Right. I, I don't really care what else is going on in the roster. There's some good, there's a lot to, I mean, they there's some things to like about Carolina that defense,
2: have... that defense was tough. That defense yeah. was really tough. You've like got they have some saves. Yeah, you know, they do. They have some players.
1: Brian Burns. Great draft pick, right?
2: Yeah. It's just, it's just the court. We talk about it. it's, it's the quarterback. <laughs> like Hertz is a question mark in Philly. Darnold is a question mark in Carolina.
1: So what's the plan though? I mean, do you just want to be bad this year? And, and I mean, people are already hyping up next year's draft class. Are you just going to try to.
2: They probably don't see themselves as being bad because of the, the other things are in place. I mean, the Eagles made the playoffs last year. Yeah.
1: They've got some smart football people there. I mean, if you're looking for a silver lining, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about front
2: offices. It,
1: it seems like it, right? Scott, Fitterer as the GM now.
2: I like Scott. I always thought he—he he always was. I always enjoyed my. I didn't know him real well, but I always enjoyed talking to him. Dan Morgan, like a, assistant GM. Yeah, they got Dan. Uh, I don't know Dan that well.
1: Um, I think he's got good instincts from what I've heard, anyways. I, it just thinks. I, I feel like they've got some good football people there. You know, they—they're they, built in a sound way, but and it's—it always comes back to the quarterback. It and the coach. Dude, What's the, plan? the Yeah. And, the, and
2: coach. Yeah. the coach. Yeah. Those are some major.
1: Working mm. in their favor, though, is the NFC. And there's it is a lot of unknown it, in, in the entire conference. Yeah. Atlanta is going with Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. Um, although, I honestly, there's some optimism there. I mean, you've got two Big targets now in Kyle Pitts. Uh, yeah. They, Drake London. I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but yeah, Carolina, we'll see. I know Matt Corral sounds like, you know, Manziel 2.0. Um, not sure if he's going to be your savior at quarterback. Uh, ben McAdoo, OC. He's back. <laughs> he might be good. I don't know it's wild. I don't know. I mean, I covered him in green Bay. It seemed like Mike McCarthy was really trying to hype him up, talk him up, build his own like mini coaching tree and get Mac the job that he got right in New York. And it didn't work out. You know, there was people who say he was banging the table for Patrick Mahomes and he knew he'd be a stud, but when it came to the offense, it was quite basic. How different is the offense going to look than what we saw in New York with McAdoo and Carolina? There was no misdirection. There was no motion. There was just very little unpredictability back then. You've got the players that lend itself to some unpredictability. McCaffrey
2: it can do everything. Um,
1: it'll but be that, interesting to see how things change.
2: I don't know enough about it. <clears throat> that style of offense, but could that be a good thing for Darnold Where if it's not too whatever, if they're making things real, you know, I don't want to say I hate the word simple for him, but if they're trying to work in his favor to make to cut down on turnovers and and lean on McCaffrey more, even though he never stays healthy. But like you said, I like their number two too. That team is a good team. They really are. The quarterback and coach, though, are the major questioners.
1: Eventually, Jack's going to run out of oxygen on that door, Jim, if you don't have a quarterback.
2: What if I told you I never really watched that
1: movie? You've never seen Titanic. All-time classic.
2: It just seems... I feel like I know it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to... No, but I I never was into it, so I was like... Hmm. You know what, though? I think that
1: when it was coming out, I can't remember who the actor was... He was big in the nineties and you've never heard of Most people haven't heard of him today. People listening might know, but he turned down the role of Jack, whoever this guy was. And then his career kind of went, and then Leonardo DiCaprio was kind of an unknown, took that role. And obviously his career blew up, but I think it was probably because of the reason you didn't really get into the movie. This actor was probably thinking Titanic. That's going to flop right like that's the, we all we all know how it ends
2: right I mean. you know? like, and man, it uh, uh never yeah, it didn't me. really
1: work out made made a lot of money
2: you know i know that's one thing it was like a uh, independence day too with will smith that was big in the night i thought that was terrible i couldn't get through that
1: oh man
2: well we're talking about teams we that might not be as good, and we're talking about movies that you know I didn't think were as good as.
1: I'll say this too: I'm looking at the Panthers' coaching staff. Their their mugshots. Uh, former Syracuse head coach Paul Pasqualoni is their D line coach, which I didn't even know. He just started his no, season. That. His picture might be the best mugshot picture I've seen of an NFL head coach. Jim, he looks <laughs> horrified. It looks like Paul Pasqualoni is literally looking at a ghost. His Guys, picture. He lo- looked, pull man. it up right now, everybody, and lo- he like he, it's it's like he's saying, "Holy shit, get me out of here! I got to run." It's great, but uh, I don't know. Maybe he knows D line. Maybe he knows oh. how to get after the quarterback,
2: <laughs> right? You see it? <laughs> oh, that's good, man. <laughs> It goes, now, I, he would be another guy I would talk about. We talk about, I just don't understand how he wouldn't want to just retire and enjoy his life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. That was the last time Syracuse football was worth a damn, too. Like, when, it was, when yeah, he was the coach.
2: He's done, he's done it all. Like, you're, I can't believe he, he wants to coach the D-line. 72 years
1: old, 73 in August. Um where's he been? Uh, he started coaching in 1972, Jim. So he's working on his fifth decade. And, I mean, he he's kind of toggled between college and pro constantly throughout his whole career. It's kind of interesting. But anyways, he's scared of something. We got to get him on the pod, see what was happening when he took that shot. Maybe he can fill us in.
2: There's, a, there's an old movie. I'm looking at that picture called Spies Like Us with uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, old old. But they – They do this test, like, to be astronauts, and they get off the testy thing. Their hair was, like, their faces were, like, blown back, and their hair was blown back. Pascalone looks like that in that picture. Like, he got off, like, astronaut training, like, he can't believe. You
1: just wonder, like, (laughs) does the guy taking the picture look at it and be like, hey, Paul, maybe we just try this one again?
2: That was good. Or
1: is it just snap, 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 like, done? maybe you know what maybe he had Paul look at it and he said I got to get back to film I got this I can't be wasting my time taking pictures for websites
2: I can't tell you how excited I am to follow their season the Carolina Panthers just based off this
1: <laughs> best D-line ever coming at you now with Paul
2: Pascalone Matt Rule Sam Darnold. Whew. here we go
1: Anything else to add on the No, bad? that's good. Yeah, good. That was a good way to end it. That was good. We can't do any better than that.
2: That. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for hanging with us for this uh, two-parter. We're going to be back in Hamburg soon, hopefully, this week. What do you say, Jim? Do a little Hamburg brewing. Pound a few Louis.
2: We know the answer to that on a day like this. That juice box, when it's hot out. Pretty perfect combination.
1: I say we take it outside. Let's go outside. I was just thinking it. we have to
2: be out there. Best this outdoor too-
1: area at any brewing, any brewery in Western New York and beyond. Agreed. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. And we'd love it if you rated reviewed on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen. And we'll uh keep this podcast growing. We've got some we've got some plans for 2022, so stay tuned. Thanks, everyone.